Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gaming Duo Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Rob Garcia, joined by my co-host, Kel Rolone. Guys, I had a lot of shit happen to me today, but before I get into that shit, this is the podcast where we bring you the latest gaming news every weekday, every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Kelvin, my fucking day today has been pretty interesting. How has your day been? You good, buddy? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, hey, sorry. I was just playing uh, Marvel Snap here. You know, it's uh, okay. Let's talk about that real quick. That I just can't. Get. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk dude, about that. All right. Honestly, For- it is probably it's very addicting. I'm telling you right now, I'm super addicted to this game for absolutely no reason. It's a great game. It's a great game, and it just want it makes you want to keep playing this game. I'm fucking addicted. And I keep throwing hints at you. I'm like, hey Rob, did you download that game yet? I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. I'm like, all right, cool. Then we we have like a little group chat with one of our friends. They're like, hey guys, did you guys check this game out? And no one responded. Thank you guys. And hey. I'm just like, no one's playing this game. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, lucky for you. While I was using the bathroom today, at one you took point, it while you were taking a shit, you were just playing. I, yeah, I downloaded it and I played it. First thing I'm gonna say, pretty dope from what I played. Mm-hmm. And let me just talk about one thing. Okay, the mo- I think the most important thing, the soundtrack, fire! It's a banger, stupid banger, dude, stupid. I'm like, I'm I'm playing, and at first I wasn't playing with the sound on because I always have my phone on like vibrate. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm like, you know what? Let's let's just hear what this like game sounds like. And I'm like bopping to it. I'm like, holy shit, this is dope. And like, it just it just sounds cool. Everything about it is is the voice acting solid. Everything is amazing. Yeah. So so a little bit about this game real quick before we we move on and things. So basically, this is a card game, a Marvel card game, and it is six rounds. Maybe seven if you pick the 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 a certain like uh you know deck deck or something like that. But six rounds. It's super quick. It's super dare I say snappy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and on top of that, it has like all the cool Marvel characters that you would love. You obviously have to collect them. Um, and they have really cool like attributes. It has like really cool like attack. Like everything about it is just really fla- like dope. It's flashy. It's cool as hell. Like I'm I'm awesome. I'm sold, man. I'm sold. It is extremely fun. I think I could actually if you want to show people our visual uh, listeners that it's uh, it's fucking slick. Like everything is well, super easy. Well, if you go easy. to the settings you can actually change the frame rates to 60 frames per second. It's it's originally ah. at 30, so I switched it to 60, and I'm like, oh, man, it looks pretty. Like, it, like it runs way more smoother, you know? Yeah, and the tutorial does a really good job of explaining the game. It's similar to any type of deck builder card game, but um, it's quick. Six, round, six rounds, you don't actually attack, which is weird. That was, like, kind of what you... Like, you basically have to just beat number of points for... You have to capture, like, the objective, basically, which is cool. Right. What I do like about the, the game is the fact that when... You don't every match you go into, you don't know how it's gonna go, you know, because each section, I don't know how you describe them, but each section has different um things, like different like environmental factors that can change right. the, the whole setting of the game, like the yeah. whole match. So and it changes each game. So you don't know what you're gonna get every time you play. So it, it keeps you on your toes, it keeps you like get like really strategic gameplay. Like I love it, man. It's really dope. Yeah, I love those deck builder type games. Like they're all fun for the most part. Like every single one I've mostly tried has been pretty fun. Have you played uh Slay the Spire yet? 
It's on Game Pass. Slay no. the Spire. No, yeah. no. I haven't heard of it. That's another good one that you would like. I oh, mean, obviously, actually, you did mention it to me. You did mention it to me. Yeah, I, I think right. Gaming Together uh, podcast actually. That's like Naves. I think like one of his favorite games. Shout out to okay. Nave. Um, but yeah, so awesome game. Honestly, I, I'm sorry I took me so long to actually play it, but I actually played it for like a little bit. And from what um, I saw, it's dope. Alaris is texting me here. She's saying, um, when you're done talking about that game, go back and ask Rob how his day was because you completely skipped it. So, Rob, well, you it? skipped it. We'll blame Kelvin because he interrupted me. Like, yeah, look at Marvel Snap. Yes. That's, that's exactly. She's like, she's basically like telling me, like, oh, make sure you, you know, you ask him how she's his basically day was. like, hey, Kelvin, shut the fuck up, you know. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so how's yeah, your day, Rob? My day has been shit. Okay. So, woke up today, no power, <laughs> right? Had to work. Mm. So, um, I'm trying to figure out work, right? I'm like, okay, power's off, it'll come back on. It's just what's right. going to happen, yeah. right? Power, you know? You so I'm it. like, let me just go to the cafe near, down my house. It has Wi-Fi. I'll get a coffee. I'll work there. It'll be fine. Um, what ends up being is I don't have power till 7 o'clock at night. So we almost thought I couldn't come and do the podcast because I thought I was going to have power. And I'm moving, by the way. I'm moving out of my apartment on Friday. So I still need to pack. You can see behind me that there's still like a ton of boxes and stuff like that. Just, mm-hmm. just getting ready. Like all, all my stuff is already are for the most part packed, but yeah, super stressful. I was just going to be sitting here in the dark, twiddling my thumbs. Like, you know, I'm not the Amish or something like that. So well, there's brought up a good point. Cause I did, I did mention it to her. What would you going to, what were you going to do with your refrigerator? Like all the stuff that you had in your fridge, if you had, no oh, power. it was probably going to get, it was probably going to be bad. Like we just terrible, throw it right? out, just yeah. throw it out. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like freaking out about that. And then finally we figured it out and everything worked out, but I'm over here like half working, like on, like using my hotspot for like mm. internet and like mm. my phone battery is going to die soon. So I'm just like, right. this sucks, but it worked out and I'm here. So I, I actually was contemplating on doing the episode as well because i had a pounding headache dude i could not like i had to take pounding. a nap because it was just pounding me just left pounding right. your head just, just everywhere pounding just <laughs> constant pounding i couldn't stop it you know what i mean um so i took a nap and it felt i felt much better um but yeah so this episode could have not been it was almost a, it was almost a disaster it was almost but a disaster yeah shout out to kevin from binge worthy gaming he was going to step up to the plate yes. and help us out like the homie he is so seriously the guys legend. go check him out yeah the man the myth the legend binge worthy gaming please check out his youtube channel he is awesome uh you'll love him Kel- oh, Rob, yes i know this is your week to host however i have i have something to talk to you about and i know this is a gaming podcast right but i i think our our listeners and our viewers would appreciate this um, because this is a struggle that I've been dealing with for ever since I went on paternity leave. Alaris, my wife, does not want me to grow this beard that I'm doing right now. Now, I need everyone that's listening, I need everyone that's following us to tell me what do you think about my beard and if I should continue growing it because my wife just does not want it. And it's not, it's, I'm not having it, you know. I think we need to go to social as well and post it on there and see right. what the responses are there. You're right. Right. But I, just for me, face. for me, I think you should do it. Like you're, it's going to look big and have like a Kratos beard. That's what I want. You I think Kratos beard. I think I, I am inspired by Kratos right now because of this whole, like, you know, the game coming out in a few weeks. And I'm like, you know what? I Is this the beard. longest it's been right now? Mm, it, close. It's been close. It I, looks I think, good. It looks good. It? Alaris, like, like, fumando. Tu fumando. She, he looks great. She's, she's yeah, smoking yeah. something. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. it's all good. It's all good. 
but yeah, I haven't really had a ton uh, of games to play. Like I said, I was traveling quite a bit earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to actually use my Steam Deck and bring it with me on a plane and actually experience that. And let me tell you, man, it is not as great as you think it is. Because when you travel with it, you're not traveling with just a Steam Deck. You always have the case on it. And this case is bulky because you have your power cord, all that kind of stuff. So that's taking up half my book bag. And you know how planes are. You have a very limited amount of space underneath there. So like... I'm literally, <laughs> bye, <laughs> Kevin's wife just said, bye. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking this out and I'm like holding this thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this thing is massive. Chunky. Like I have yeah. to like navigate how I'm going to like move away from my seat. Like I can't just like slip into a little pocket somewhere. No, like, and you're, you're afraid to like damage it too, because it's so big. So, but you have the carrying case, which helps a lot. It does help a lot. But when you're carrying that case, if you're just like going traveling with just a case, perfectly fine. But most of the time, you're bringing a lap. You're bringing like stuff with you in a backpack. You got like your iPad. You yeah. have. You don't just have like your Steam Deck on you. At least that's sure, how sure, I travel. Sure. Right. But I found it a little bit unwieldy for for actual traveling, in my right. opinion. Um. Plus, this is a good point that I want to make later in the show, is like cloud gaming. I couldn't really cloud game because I have access to internet. And I'm like, mm. that's kind of the point of it like. kind of makes your Steam Deck less useless, right? At, the, at that point, I mean, you could play some games that you have, but it is not as fun if you're not playing the games that you're currently playing, right? Which right. Is and isn't game that the games. point of like cloud gaming is to be able to play on the go like very easily and not have to worry about downloading shit, right? We're like, not that's, there yet. You know yeah, I mean? we're not yeah, quite right. there yet. So, and that's the problem. Like, so yeah. Well, I'm gonna shut up uh, about my life and Calvin. You don't talk about your life. I think I'm good. I think okay. I'm good. You go talk. I, I got everything out of my chest. You know. Okay. There might all be right, more right. more to come. So stay tuned. But all know. right, all right. Well, let's let's get into the gaming news for the week. Uh, we have a couple of news uh, pieces here. Uh, not too crazy. Like it's a little quiet news news week. We're gonna probably get a ton soon. Uh, just because November's like fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so for the first news piece, we have Bayonetta 3 Review Roundup. We have some reviews from Bayonetta upon release. Uh, the embargo was lifted um, and reviews look good as we kind of figured. Like usually yeah. Bayonetta does pretty pretty well. Uh, Metacritic at the time of this recording is at 89. Uh, I don't know if it's percent. I think it's just 89 out of 100. It'll do just percent. 89 out of 100. It's yeah. weird. Okay. IGN gave it a 9. Stating it is one of the best combat systems in gaming. Uh, one of the best combat systems in gaming. It's even better in Bayonetta 3, saying it's a step up from everything else. Um, one low point, they said the story is okay. They that's say a towards continue, that's a that's a like a constant thing from each uh review that I've been noticing so far. Yeah, right. So it's it's basically like if you like over the top action. You're going to love this game. Uh, even Polygon, Polygon said the same thing about like, if you are a fan of a Devil May Cry, which I am, I literally have Devil May Cry sitting like in the box right there. Um, you, you'll like this, but if you want more story, you're, you're going to be, it's a little lacking. Um, so I think that's probably why it didn't get a perfect 10 mm-hmm. from what everyone's saying. Um, what do you think so far about this game previewing and the reviews that have come out? I think this is to be expected, like you said, right? I think Devil May Cry, 
paved the way to games like Bayonetta and Devil May Cry does it a little bit better in a sense of like the combat is a little bit more uh, fine-tuned and I think there's more of a story more of a lore to be kind of like grasping for right to actually want and, and need but Bayonetta still does a fantastic job of like giving you that like hack and slash like beat them up like really like fast-paced action that you want set aside the, the gameplay I mean set aside the story it's like do you really listen or do you really care about the story for Bayonetta? Like, I don't think a lot of people do. And I'm doing me wrong. I'm sure there are people that are like really into the story, but for the most part, I think people are just in there for the gameplay, the style and yeah, it's fun. That's it. It's just a fun game. You turn off your brain and that's it. Literally. I, I'm a, I would consider myself a Bayonetta fan, right? right. I, I like the game. I try to play all of them and I, I enjoy them thoroughly. But if you were to ask me what happens in the story, I have no idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, and I, I think that's a lot of people's, um, you know, consensus with this because the fact that the game is just fun to play, you know, the story. And, and that's how you know you have great story, a great gameplay, because if the story doesn't mean anything to you, if you have no idea what the hell is going on, but you're still playing the game because it's fun, then you have some you're doing a great job. You know what I mean? You're doing something good. Right. So like in this sense, the, the gameplay is carrying the game, which you you would almost prefer, right? Because if it was the other way around where right. like the story is really good, but the gameplay is awful, you mm-hmm. probably you can't get past that hurdle. It's just too hard of a hurdle, whereas it's the opposite. It's flipped. Right. You could definitely play. So it's actually funny that you mentioned that, because if we were asked, if we were going to, into a discussion of what is the what is better, and I think we've dabbled with this with like, um, you know, would you rather or whatever, but gameplay or story I think, and I don't remember what my answer was, but today my answer is gameplay for sure, right? Because would you rather have gameplay or would you rather have story? Um, I'm playing right now a Tales, uh, Plague's Tale Requiem, mm-hmm. and the I, it's, it's the opposite, right? The story is phenomenal. The story is great. But the gameplay, in my opinion, I, I feel like it's very lacking. It's probably one of the weaker points in the game. And I'm really finding it hard to continue moving on with the game to keep pushing like i want to keep pushing because of the story because i want to know what's going on but knowing that there's going to be these segments these sections where i have to you know make my way through a level make my way through a like a, a section or like kill these guards like i'm just like oh like i just want to see the story like i just want to know what's going on and what's happening where the opposite with Bayonetta, it's like you're just having fun nonstop. You're just having a great time. It doesn't matter. And you don't care about the story. It doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't put, it doesn't like carry the game, you know? So, 100%. That's awesome. And I, I agree with, with you, 100% what you said. And I just think they could make Bayonetta 10. Bayonetta could be one of the greatest games of all time if they did actually focus on the story which would be nice like if they actually made a story something for you to care about versus just you swirling around mm-hmm. <laughs> just like literally it's what i think of when i, when I think of it as a swirling around crazy site it's basically a for me in my opinion a lesser version of me cry because at least don't make cry I care about the story right right yeah. i don't know necessarily if you if everyone feels that way but i think there's Devil definitely a story there to be told and to actually like care about I, I don't know much about the story i know you do for sure right but even the things that you've mentioned to me i'm like okay that's cool that sounds really cool. like interesting like i just didn't get that one in my gameplay in my you know when, I, when yeah. I was playing but it sounds cool yeah so uh does this raise a question i mean obviously i think the whole thing with the voice actor uh 
that blew over. I think that's that's kind of like said and done. I mean, I know she kind of like made an opinion and it went out and it verbated throughout the industry. But at the end of the day, the game's out now. You go go buy it. Am I going to rush out to go buy it right now? Am I rush to buy this game? I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to wait a little bit. There's no real reason for me to, to purchase. I think if I wasn't moving, I'd probably buy it today. You really? Okay. I I think I'd buy it well Friday when it comes out. So okay. I still stand with what I what I said. I I don't think I'm gonna buy the game by by any means. Um, I've I've not been a huge devil of uh, Bayonetta fan, and like in that sense, I played the other two. But um, this one I can probably get later down the road, right? Um, to me though, I love how this game is getting the praise that it deserves because it is a phenomenal game, and you know the last two games were great. Um, this being on the Switch, however, I did read some of the reviews saying mm-hmm. that. Some people kind of wish it was on like a full fledged like console with like you know 4K uh, 60 frames per second and like just kind of really showing its age exactly yeah and and that's that's the uh, the downfall with the Switch but again still a gorgeous game and I think another thing about Bayonetta that I truly love is the fact that if you think about it Bayonetta is very sexualized right yeah and it's it's like in this day and age it's like a no no right. But she kind of, she really owns it. hard, and she owns it, man. That's right, what I right. love about it. Like she owns it. It doesn't matter, like, like what she's doing in, at that given time when you're playing. But like she really owns that, and she like they lean really hard on that, and it actually paid off. So I'm like, I like the fact that she's getting, or like the game is getting the praise that it deserves. Right. She got an invitation to Smash, and you're like, how? Right. right at the she's time, a you're... Nintendo exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's like weird to think about now, but. Exactly. But yeah, uh, like I said, go get Bayonetta 3 if you're an action fan. Honestly, don't let our opinion stop you. We're, I'm just saying because I'm not, like I said, I'm busy, but I would 100%. This is not a game to be overlooked. Uh, if you want a good time, buy this game for sure. We have another game that's coming out and it's going to be fucking awesome and it's going to get amazing reviews. Uh, news number two Resident Evil 4 is going to remove quick time events producer i'm gonna fuck his name up as always <laughs> producer yoko yoshoki yoshaki hirabashi maybe has revealed that resident evil 4 remake will barely have any quick time events compared to the original so back then the original had a ton of quick time events that was kind of like the thing in the 2000s where yeah. to make you more interactive with the cutscene, you gotta like press tap a really fast or else you're gonna die or hit getting a boulder or whatever um Basically, what happened was Resident Evil 3 Remake, fans thought there was too many quick time events um, in the game. And they said that Resident Evil 4 is trying to address that. Apparently, there was. I don't remember them specifically. Yeah. But there there was. There was. Now that I think of it, there there was a time where, like, you're running away from the tyrant. Spoilers, by the way. You're running away from the tyrant, and you're on the bridge, and, like, he keeps, like, grabbing you to, like, like, aim to shoot him and, like... Hit why there were quick time events. There if were, you go okay. back, yeah, there were I don't few. remember that many, but sure. Um, but basically, quick time events were used heavily in the 2000s, uh, for games to kind of get you, um, that realism, try to get you more involved with what's happening. Um, but now what's happening is people tend to not like them as much because they can come off cheesy, they can come off cheap. Um, one thing that another way that Capcom is addressing the quick time events is Leon will now counterattack 
uh, against like enemies. So like the chainsaw guy you saw in the trailer, he could use his gun and it's going to be more of like a button input. It's not going to necessarily be a quick time event. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, that is a, that is, I think good news for everyone that there's going to be less quick time events. I don't, I really don't think a lot of people like them anymore. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really care for them. I think I, I used to really like them back in the day, but back in like God of War, days right like when they first came out like the cute like those qtes were like probably like one of the highlights of the game for the most part because they really kind of made you feel like you were in the game and you were seeing like these crazy cutscenes, right um but yeah i don't know it just doesn't doesn't hit as 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 well as it used to so oh, I, I was gonna to say you're, away with that yeah i was gonna say put a video up on uh this stuff like that but i kind of wanted also to show a video of the of the quick time events from the original resident evil 4 so we can actually see what they look like. What were you um, going to say? For, or, or, what did you want to see? I was going to say, put on a video of the original quick time events from Resident Evil 4. So maybe after this plays, we can, we can show them. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so essentially, how do you feel about quick time events in your in your opinion? Think it's a good thing that they're doing this? Yeah, I think this is a, a step in the right direction because, again, QTEs were were something that was heavily used in the past in the 2000s and that's something that we don't quite see often here anymore in you know 2022 so I think it's good that they're kind of moving away from that um and they're not really focusing on on all that stuff and I like that they changed it a little bit so that it's instead of having those QTEs Leon has like a counter instead which is kind of nice to see right 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 um visuals stunning changing that the, the QTEs, it's going to make it so that it's like a fresh take on uh, RE4. Right. So this actually got me really excited to play the game because prior to them revealing the game, I wasn't really excited. I knew it was coming, but I wasn't like any, like I was like, all right, I already played it. I feel like it aged well from what I remember. But seeing this now, You're I'm like, like, yeah, this looks great. I kind of want to dive into this again because I remember having a great time. Yeah. And what I love what they've done with these remakes is they did just enough to do the originals justice. Like Resident Evil 2 remake was incredible. I thought personally Resident Evil 3 remake was was great. I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought did it was, too. I thought it was great besides the ending. Yeah, the ending was a little... It was all right. It was lacking. Um, mm-hmm. But I also didn't really play the original. Resident Evil 3 original. So I never did either. That, that could be why... Um, we, we thought it wasn't that great because we didn't have a chance to compare it to the original. Right. Um, so if you want to go ahead and type in here, Resident Evil 4 QTE, just type that in. Let me, yeah, let me first off, let me just change yeah. this up. You keep talking. But uh, yeah, so every those games were received mostly well, but the way they did the graphics, the way they do over the shoulder, I think they they killed it. And I think with this one, they're going to knock it out of the park as well. I, th- I think this is going to be the best one yet because they know that, this is a, this holds a special place in gamers' hearts, right? This this is the Resident Evil game. This is the one that you cannot mess up. This is the one. So, yeah, if you just want to click and watch this video, this is a quick time event. So, it doesn't look bad here, right? Like no. the original. Um, but like the new one looks so good. Look, 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 see. Oh, and if God. you were to mess up that quick time event, you would just die. Right. So you couldn't just like skip this scene. You just had to like, it, I don't know. Do you think it was good to take it out or no? A hundred percent. Because think about it. If I know what they're trying to do with emerging, giving you that immersion of like being in the cutscene, being in the game. But then if you mess up, 
it takes you away from the immersion, right? I feel like if you mess up and it's a, it's a kind of like a frustrating cutscene to like QTE okay. to like, look at that. You had to press circle and X at the same time. Like, like that, like that. Wild. Like, I, and then if you die, it's like, oh, I gotta watch this trick, like cutscene again. Like, I'm like, come on. Like, it, it just gets a little uh, tedious, a little redundant. And I think it's good that they kind of removed that from from the game itself <laughs> this is such a ridiculous scene by the way just having a, a knife fight just like it's, it's cool just but reminds like, me of Metal Gear Solid that's all so that's again Kojima that's another example about Jesus like Dragon Ball Z um yeah. <laughs> is he does it where like you're in the cutscene you can move around you're in the perspective of like mm. your character you're playing and you can like look around I think right. that's a good example of using your cutscenes or your environment to really immerse the player versus this is kind of like, I guess like it goes, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. there's a so, slight cut up. Yeah. What do you think would be the next iteration of QTEs? Like what's, do you think we're, we're, we're just getting away from QTEs and it's just like, that's it. We're done. Like, let's just watch the cutscene that we need to watch and, and that's it. Or is there another way to engage the audience while you're watching say a kojima cutscene because you know they're long you know they can kind of give you a lot of information in that one cutscene is there a way to kind of like maybe i don't know change it up a little bit so there's a difference between the qtes and like the on rails section what we talk about they're mm. they're very similar i think in my opinion um because they're both kind of gimmicky but at the same time how do you get like that nice middle ground where like right. you feel so a good example is like if you are, you have to climb a bunch of rocks, like saying, I know this is not going to war, but say like the, the, the mountain or is, is like falling down and, and like, it's like erupting or something's happening where the, you have to climb up really fast. And if you don't climb up quick enough, you're going to die. Right? right. I think scenes like that, I think Uncharted did a good job with that. Mm. Uncharted gave you urgency of like, you need to hurry up and climb or else you're going to die. But in theory, that's kind of a quick time event, right? Because if you don't act quickly your time, you're going to die. And I think that's a good medium. Like they have to trick you, trick you into thinking that you're actually doing something, but it's it's kind of still on rails and it's it's scripted. Right. I, I think that's the way to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I think... I don't know where we're leading towards. I don't know where QTEs or like how cutscenes are going to be done, say, 10 years from now. But or if there's ever going to be cutscenes at all at that point. Right. But I think Kojima does it the best way right now where there's hints of. Like if you're watching a cutscene, you can probably press uh, what is it, a, a certain prompt. And then like I think Metal Solid 3 did this very well where you're like seeing in the eyes of Snake sometimes. If he's looking at something, you can press the button. You don't have to, but you can press the button and then you can see like the his end perspective. in the background and you can see like his perspective or something. Like that's a kind of a cool way to engage the audience to kind of keep them on their toes. I think uh, Death Stranding does that too. Where you Death Stranding do a very like, good job. Yeah. Yeah. So there's ways to do that and ways to kind of engage the audience while you're watching cutscenes. Um, but I'm glad that we're just done with the whole QTE thing because then you're just like, oh my God, like stressed out at that point. You know what I mean? And oh, if you mess oh. up, it's just like... Again, I got to watch this over and over. I'm going to mess up. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm over QTs. And I think the reason why QTs exist in the first place too is because we're at a point graphically 
that games look so good that it's almost like you're watching a movie. So you're already involved. Like you're, when you're when you're watching a cutscene, you're like, oh, this this is literally like watching a movie right now. Right, Whereas right. before, it wasn't necessarily like you were watching a movie. It was you knew it was a game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, a couple other notes here. So Resident Evil 4 Remake will be about the same length as the original game. According to the producer, the game, the original clocked in around 15 hours. I know, again, sour point about Resident Evil 3, people thought that it was extremely, extremely short compared. It was They, they cut it down quite a bit. I think people beat that game in like six, eight hours. It was, it was a very yeah. short game. It's a short game. So this one, they, 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 they kept it the way it's supposed to be. Um, and I'm excited for that. Like I said, that it, it's probably going to cost a premium going to be six, 70 bucks for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy with it being 15, 18 hours. That's a perfect amount for me to enjoy a game. I don't know about you. Yeah. 15 is a sweet spot. I think, uh, plague's tale requiem is about 15 hours right now. So I'm like halfway there is like 17 chapters spoilers and I'm on chapter nine, I think. Right. And I feel like I did a decent amount, so it's a it's a good amount. I do find myself when I'm playing games like that are like very long. I'm like, what can I eat? Like, what can I eat while I'm playing this game? Like, I don't know. Do you ever find that? Like, do you ever like eat snack or something while you're while you're playing or no? No, no. I again, it's it's hard for me because, um, I like I said, I I played Shadow Hearts too on my on my Steam Deck, and that's a long game. I, I'm on a couple. I'm on disc too, and. I'm pretty involved in it and stuff like that. Persona, maybe. Persona 5, I might be like, yeah, hey, what should I... That's a lot. You were right, by the way. This is a side note, but like, I was playing on the cloud and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is going to be... It's, it's going to be a minute. Task, it's going to be a minute till I'm done with this game. But uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff. And plus, I'd rather play it on my Switch. I'm going to be honest. I, I Do you want to you play on your Steam Deck? No. Why? Just because of the cloud. I'm not... I don't want to no, no, up. you can buy it on Steam though. You could, okay, yeah. If you can buy it on Steam, that makes it a little bit better. Yeah, but you also, I guess. you also, you also get the battery life of the Switch though, which is nice compared right. to. But because then, if you're, if you're, you're right, playing in the cloud, your battery saves so much. Like your battery is saved like fifty percent on the Steam Deck. Like I played Requiem for like four hours at one point. Oh like yeah, one time, and it was like seventy five percent my battery. I'm like one hundred percent. It's great. So here's my question too: is like, what I don't like about the cloud, especially for a handheld, is when I go to like put in sleep mode, it, it will it it, yeah. it, it it quits out of the thing. So like yeah. I can't really go back to the game where I started. I have to like go back and reload it, then continue. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, and I'm like yeah. I sh- I get it because you're literally cutting off the internet connection. Yeah. Um, no, it makes sense. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's a good. Now, now I'm contemplating. Should I buy? Because I, de- I definitely want to play. Um, I definitely, I definitely want to play. Uh, what's it called? Royal. Uh, Royal. At some point, like I, I want to go back into that game. I just don't know if I want to play it on my Steam Deck or on my Switch. I guess the Switch. You're definitely uh, depending on the frames. That might be uh, a huge factor. Yeah, it depends what it looks like. If it looks like Dookie, it looks like. and it looks like so much better on the Steam Deck, you'd be better off getting on Steam Deck. Yeah. We'll see. Well, uh, last piece of news for the week. Fallout 4 is going to get a next-gen update. Really weird that we're talking about Fallout 4 uh, in 2022, right. and that it's getting a next-gen update. Uh, before I go on, I'm like, this... The ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, the ship has sailed. Why are we? Why are we? I get it's like the 20th anniversary. They're like trying to do stuff and yada yada. Right, but right. Uh, 
Fallout 4 for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and X will receive new improvements such as 4K resolution support, bug fixes, and performance improvements in 2023. Not even this year, 2023. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's kind of weird that we're getting this out of nowhere. Uh, what do you think of this as far as why now? Why now? I think Starfield maybe like I don't I don't know. Why? I think it has to do with Microsoft in a sense of like now that Bethesda is acquired by Microsoft. I don't know. Maybe Bethesda or maybe Microsoft is like, you know what? Let's let's get this on par with the quality that we want it to be or what you're in your vision was not that i'm not saying fallout 4 was like terrible but we 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 know that bethesda's games have a uh a rep what's it called uh they're known for not having the best like frames and the best up-to-date speed to like when when you first play that game it's always like kind of buggy mess sometimes um so maybe that that has to do with it and plus having um bethesda's or, or fallout's anniversary Maybe that's something that they want to kind of like tackle right now. I don't know. I really don't know why it's kind of like a random thing to do right now. They want to let you know that like, hey, Fallout 5 is not coming out for a really long time. Ah, that's a good point. <laughs> you're, 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 yeah, you're joking, but that's a, probably a very good point. They're probably like, you know what? Bethesda, uh, Bethesda, uh, my, uh, Fallout 5 isn't coming out anytime soon. Um, maybe we just give them an update. It's just kind of like, not that anyone was really yelling or screaming at the top of the lungs about this, but just to kind of like, feed the people and just kind of like get them like yeah quiet you know i don't know that's a good point but i i honestly don't know why this happened now it's kind of weird to see this now i'm not surprised because you know how many times they've done they did an upgrade skyrim. for skyrim so yeah. it's it's just that's just what they do i mean they're gonna go th- they're gonna go through starfield after starfield they're gonna do elder scroll 6 and then after Elder Scroll Six, then we're gonna get Fallout Five. Right. And I'm like, damn, these boys are busy there. <laughs> they got they're freaking... pumping them out, dude. I'm oh, just hoping yeah. that Starfield, now that again acquired by Microsoft, they have a, a type of polish to it that Bethesda games never really had in the past. That's my hope. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna really change much because obviously Starfield was being, you know, in the works for much longer than when Microsoft right, right, purchased right. Bethesda. But I'm hoping something along the lines or maybe there's an update post launch that kind of really enhances all the the issues that Bethesda usually has when they release a game. 100%. Now this is off topic, but you know what game I want to see Microsoft uh like more information on from by Microsoft? Hellblade. I want to see more of that stuff cuz that game yeah. looks freaking the only thing we saw was like e, I think it was E3 like E3. The last. Yeah. So Microsoft hurry up. Show us That's more That's a shit. gem of a game. Gem of a game. Yeah. It's like Nails? one of those where like not many people have played it and it's it's like kind of fallen through the cracks like the people that have played it they're like yeah this game is this game slaps but there's not that many people that know about this game i feel like well that's another one where we were talking about the gameplay and i felt like the gameplay the actual fighting was like okay like Mm. but like the visuals the uh story audio the story the way even the way you traverse the level was like oh my god this is awesome but i was like the the combat's fine Uh, so i'm hoping the next one will actually make like combine everything together just make it perfect agreed i think it will i think it will because it's going to be a a bigger title so yeah for sure well everyone that wraps up the news for the week we're going to go into in-game chat and i'm going to ask kelvin a question or ask you guys a question just just in general just we're just here to talk about games so um so this one is inspired by a uh 
from Silent Hills. Will we get a better Silent Hill better than PT? This is kind of controversial, a controversial uh, question here, Kel. Mm. Uh, there was Silent Hill transmission quick briefing that happened not last week, but the week before, I think, like a Friday. Um, and Silent, we're getting a Silent, 2, Silent Hill 2 remake from Blooper Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silent Hill F, which is a new spinoff game set in 1960s Japan, which looks freaking dope. Dope. Not much is shown, but still looks dope. We just got we got just got like a little trailer, CGI trailer. Uh, Silent Hill 2 film is coming out. Uh, it's with the original film and director. Um, and then Silent Hill Downfall, which we don't know. I don't. We don't know anything really about Downfall. Um, and then Silent Hill Ascension, which is an immersive interactive streaming experience where players can control a narrative of the Silent Hill game launching in 2023. A lot of stuff there. Let's start with the first question here. Obviously, we kind of know what to expect from Silent Hill 2 Remake because it's Silent Hill 2. Right. Will Silent Hill 2 Remake be better than PT? Hmm. I... First off, have you played the original Silent Hill? I have not played the original Silent Hill 2. Let me, let me rephrase this before you answer this question fully. Silent Hill's or sorry, PT, is not a full game. Fair. It is a demo of a game. Fair. So, are, are you saying that Silent Hill, what, what PT could have been, I guess is, is a better yes. way to say. Yes. What PT could have been, is Silent Hill 2 Remake going to beat whatever that would have been? I don't think so. I mean, maybe. This is the thing. Wait, 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 wait! I don't think so. Huh? Maybe, actually. Oh, uh, yes. It, it, no. It's it's so um contemplating. I'm I'm contemplating it's just in the fact that it's Bloober Team working on this game. Ah, that's a that's it's it's been long rumored that they were going to be working on this game, and obviously the rumors were true. My only issue, and Bloober Team, don't get me wrong, they're not like a bad studio by any means. Um, they I think actually one of our first intros to like uh content creation was talking about them right talking about blooper team and i think i played the medium yeah yeah. at Mm -hmm. the time and then i discussed like what i thought about the medium and i thought it was an okay game it was like a six for me in my opinion but besides the point so i think blooper team makes okay games and the fact that they're tied to a game that's already been made it's just a remake i think that saves them in that sense um i think If they're not changing too much from what we hear, they're not really changing too much of Silent Hill. They're just kind of like remaking it with like, you know, better character models and better visuals and all that stuff. So that's good. So depends on how well people really adore Silent Hill 2. From what I understand, it's a great game, but I think people really love Silent Hill 1 more, which is odd for me to think, okay, well, why didn't they make Silent Hill 1 remake instead and then go on to 2 and then kind of do that? But Regardless, going back to the question here, I think Kojima with PT, again, like you said, it was not really a full-fledged game, but just that sliver of gameplay that we had blew 90% of like horror games that was out at the time. Yeah, even and to I this think- day, we were, we were literally watch we were watching a video on it, and a part, like a two second part, scared the crap out of us. And I, yeah. I, we've seen this game forever. This game has been around for like eight years. It's a demo, so like the fact that it still scares you, like 
that just goes to show you that if this was a full-fledged game, it could have been award-winning. Oh, it would have been, been really dope, man. For so horror, horror games. I, I can't say if it would have been the if, if Silent Hill is going to be better. I think what I'm trying to understand is like as far as like the brand itself is Silent Hill and plus whatever that was shown in the transmission um, showcase, is that going to overthrown PT? Because I feel like PT right now is like at the top, right? A lot of people think of that demo, that slither, slither of like, just like, oh, it was like the best. Right. But I feel like, can it be better than everything that's going to be produced moving forward for Silent Hill? I think so. I don't know. I feel like PT was and still is the best game out there for horror games, you know? We'll have to see. I, I think right now, Silent Hill F, the one that's taking place in Japan, we'll have to see. We don't have any gameplay from it or anything like that, but maybe that could... I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say, too, because PT is a fucking scary-ass game. That game is creepy as balls, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm... I don't know. I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't, I don't think, think what exactly? I don't think that there's going to be, out of the list here, I don't think any of them will be as scary as PT was. <gasps> okay. Sorry. Okay. In my opinion. Just because of how attention to detail that game had, how yes. it like fucked up your mind, how like it literally almost made you insane because you were doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was, it changed it a little tiny bit. Everything. Think about that. You're doing the same lap over and over again most of the time you'd be like this is stupid right Right. but it the atmosphere made it to where it made it interesting every single time you never got bored just there were just tiny little touches which you gotta gotta understand it like how insane is that they were able to do that in that game right again you're playing the same thing over and over again and the fact that that little change can made you stay just a little bit longer. And you're like, all right, well, if I go through this door again, what happens? You know? And like, I think that was the beauty and the complexity of that game. That was like, wow, this is such a gem and only a sliver. I can't say fucking sliver, 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 sliver. Sliver. Thank you. Only a sliver of that game was just made. Imagine if it was a full fledged game, you know, Uh, it could have been, it could have been insane, dude. Yeah, and plus uh, it, Norman Reedus was in, attached to that game, remember? But it just never came out, came to be. You're right. You're right, hundred percent. Now, well, I think the Sahel games will they'll, they'll do okay. And, and again, I think the blooper team thing is really kind of holding it back because it's the big question mark there. There's a huge question mark. Like, will they do it justice? I think. I don't think people are looking for. Oh my god, they got to make Resident Evil Four remake. I think they're just looking for just do the game justice. That's it. Just mm-hmm. just make it to where we'll enjoy it. And it, it pays good homage to the uh, original Silent Hill 2. Uh, the other games, can't really say because we don't have a ton of information, but we will soon. Well, hopefully. here's I'm, I'm looking at, at it now. Who's making Silent Hill F? No idea. Um, if it's the people that I think it is, because um, that can change a lot of things. I don't know who's making it. I don't think did they say who was making it yet or no? Yeah, but, 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 or maybe not. Maybe nothing was said about this game. There was, hmm. so hey, was I don't, it transmission? I don't think so. Maybe it was transmission. There was one transmission. Transmission? Not not transmission. Um, 
downfall was it uh ascension ascension maybe maybe it's ascension maybe. yeah it was on the tv yeah yeah it's ascension it's uh-huh. not ascension so all right well we'll have to see because there's not a lot of details for for these games and there's not a lot that it's funny because like we had a whole like 40 minute presentation but although they they tackled a lot of the games that are coming out they also tackled you know the at the, uh, the movie adaptation they also tackled a bunch of like uh merch stuff too so yeah yeah definitely um i i think like i said we just have to wait and see what this we have to wait for see what how silent two silent hill two comes out honestly i think that's going to be a big indicator of how these might be because that because if silent hill two remake sucks it's going to hurt the ip it's going to hurt it if it's good then we're, we're, we're good right. um there's also another scary piece of news there is a new ghost pokemon was revealed this past week and his name is Grievard. Grievard. I think that's about right. Grievard. Is that how you say that? Grievard. Yeah, sounds it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he's a ghost dog. He's a little little ghost dog. He looks great. I think I, I love his design. He looks little, great. <laughs> little, little little candle on top of his head, and he looks like a little shaggy dog. I wonder what he's gonna evolve to. He's probably gonna evolve to something ridiculous. I love how Pokemon now i don't know if they've been doing this before but i love how they just announce new pokemon like just strategically they're just like you know here's a new pokemon for you guys to just get excited for a pokemon um what's it called scarlet and violet so it's cool that they're just doing stuff like that like it's kind of like like it reminds me of like smash Bros. just like revealing new characters yeah that's what i like um which to me has been pretty amazing that we haven't gotten a leak on all of the new Pokemon. Usually, a couple, couple of weeks before we get, or a couple of months before the gaming comes out, we get like a huge... I know for Pokemon um, Legend Arceus, we had a big leak and it showed everything, like all the all the forms, everything. You might have to talk to Papa Genos. He might know more about it than we do. Yeah, but I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything online about a leak for the new Pokemon at all. Like, we don't know what the final evolutions look like yet. And for the for the starters, and it's, the game comes out in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So good for whoever, you know, keeping it tight because that's, that's hard to do nowadays. Yeah, know? for sure. Um, guys, that is going to conclude everything for the week. Uh, talked about the news in game chat, you know, PT is going to be hard to, you know, dethrone as far as, uh, the best Silent Hill game, but we're going to have to see. Kelp, anything else you want to talk about before we end the podcast for today? Yeah. Um, going back to the silent. Why are your lips so red? My lips are red? Yeah, your lips are really red. Do you, were you drinking like Kool-Aid? I was drinking coffee, bro. I look like maybe my lips are red too. Okay, anyways, continue. <laughs> so the studio that I was looking at, um, back Styles. to Silent Hill here. So Annapurna Interactive, they made a bunch of games that they made the, the cat game. What's it called? Uh, Stray? Stray, okay. They made the, what's that game? White... Um, What's that game that I was playing a lot? Uh, uh, the white, something white. Uh, some, neon white. Neon white. Thank you so much. Neon white. Um, and now they're tied to the game for Silent Hill. They're tied to Silent Hill Townfall. So uh, with, with a bunch of other people like No Code Studios, Konami, obviously. So back to that, I think for me, what 
Anna Perna has shown me with uh, Neon White and with mm-hmm, Stray mm-hmm. that they have a really good, diverse way of gameplay. And maybe Silent Hill Townfall can be... We don't know anything about Silent Hill Townfall. They showed a teaser trailer about it. Um, so it's not really known of like what this really is. It was just like a, a tape recorder kind of saying stuff or whatever. But I feel like they can really nail it out the park. And I wouldn't mind seeing them tackle their own Silent Hill game just to kind of see what kind of gameplay they come out, come up with. Because um, they, they make some really cool games. And their gameplay is like top-notch. Yeah, I, I agree. I, actually, that's really exciting that you say that because those are pretty awesome games, all the They're ones you said. Different, distinct yeah. games, completely so different So if they can put their spin on it and actually and with Silent Hill, I think it's going to be actually pretty fun to see. Um, so yeah, good good find on that. I think that's, that's actually going to be a fun one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a couple of other things here. Uh, Gotham Knights sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can we talk uh, about that for a little bit? Oh my god! We've been following this game since it since it was announced, and I I was more on the side of like, you know what? This could be a really good game. Yeah, you were fucking mistaken. But I was mistaken, man. Unfortunately, I mean, to, from what I hear, it's not terrible, but it's not great. Yeah, it's just everyone just says that they want to play. Like you just want to play as Batman. Like the fact, it just feels like these are pieces of Batman. You're not like. It, when before in the Arkham games, you're like, you were Batman, so why can I just do that? And yeah. it, it it feels like you kind of stripped it down and separated them. And from what I heard, everyone just wants to play as Batman for the most yeah. part. So. And I mean, I think, see, I don't mind playing as other characters as long as they do the other characters justice. I feel like a lot of the takedown attacks and, and that those look really cool. Um, the fact that it's not a steady 30 frames is bothering to me like i feel like if it was just like locked in at 30 i wouldn't been okay it should with be that. 60 it should be it 60. should be 60 100 but you know whatever game like gaming is making games is hard i get it but if the fact that it dips down to less than 30 that's where i'm like all right well you guys could have figured this out delay the game something like to kind of like really make sure that you guys hit that 30 frames if that was what you guys were locking in at so Listen, Bloodborne from back from 2018 or whatever fuck it came, or what did come out? Bloodborne was 60 frames? No, it's 30 frames. But I'm saying oh. I'm saying it was it's an old ass game and that was 30 frames. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is 2022. You can't make a game you know what I mean? I know I'm kind of comparing apples to oranges, but like at the same yeah. time, it's like it's an old game. Like that that's what I'm comparing it now to. Like you gotta get your especially if you're gonna make a fast paced game. Like you got Spider Man to look out. You Bloodborne I mean? like, came out in twenty fifteen. That's wild. That's wild, insane. dude. Yeah. But yeah, uh, don't get Gothamites. Apparently, it's not that great. Um, I would get it. I wouldn't spend the money on it. No. Honestly. No, no, yeah, don't do not do that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just got reminded of that. And then I think the single player for Call of Duty is okay. So, yeah, the single player for Call of Duty, from what I've read from IGN, is a six, right? Six out of 10. Now, to me, that was very alarming like i was kind of confused i'm like wait isn't like this was supposed to be a hit right like this was supposed to be like a banger for for modern warfare 2 right but that's not the case and i mean i heard the ending visuals look great yeah visuals look really good but um character models still look kind of weird like they have these photorealistic um they're there but they're not there it's weird yeah like the character faces too like they 
look realistic, but they're not right. realistic. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, yeah. that's that sucks. But I mean, I'll, a lot of people are still gonna buy it. A lot of people are still gonna play it. Um, I'm in for just you know just for the fun of what's it Warzone? So Warzone, yeah, two, baby. Warzone so. and multiplayer is where I'm gonna be at. So I will be. There. Are you gonna are you gonna get it? Are you gonna buy it? I keep saying yes, but I don't know. Like, am I gonna really play the story? Am I, am I the multiplayer? Are you gonna play multiplayer? Are you gonna play like actual team deathmatch and domination? Are they doing the thing where you can just play multi? You can just buy the multiplayer and not the campaign. I don't know, because that'd be nice if you could just pay like forty bucks and get the multiplayer. I would do that. Weren't they doing that before, right? Or was it just at one point they were just they were just having you purchase the game and then you can? I don't know. I don't remember. If you can like install, you can install the different sections. Maybe that's what you're thinking about. Maybe that's what you're thinking because I don't remember how they did that. Mm. Um, But yeah, uh, well, like I said, I think I'm going to get it, but uh, the game doesn't actually come out till I think Friday, right? I think Friday is when it comes out. Friday, yes. I think I'll get the multiplayer. The only reason why I'm thinking about getting the multiplayer is just to boost up my guns guns, because that's really all I care about to like help me in the war zone, basically. But fun. But the multiplayer is also fun to like, like if you want to take a break from Warzone, you can just like jump on multiplayer, you know, warm up, go in there, play a few games, get a bunch of people in. I have to like keep dying and then coming back in. It's it's a nice mix up, um, at least for me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's fun with with friends. When you're by yourself, you're like, yeah, I don't care. All right. Well, guys, um, I'm going to be in my new office slash studio uh, next time you see me. I'm excited to see it because I haven't seen it. Well, it's not going to be anything crazy yet because it's it's still going to be a work in progress. Obviously, I'm not going to have everything ready by you know that time, but at least I'll be on um, and present. But right. it's going to be exciting, uh, and yeah, we're almost at our episode 100 soon. Is going to is going to coming up soon. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll do something. Do we have anything? Co- I, I, we have. I, I guess we could say we have a giveaway coming up next month. We're not going to say what, but there is a giveaway coming out next well, a month, which is going to be pretty exciting to share with you guys. But for the 100th episode, I don't think we have anything planned as of yet. It can change. Anything can change. We still got several weeks, but um, I think it'd be cool to do something. I don't know. Did you get the thing yet? No. You didn't get it? Okay. All right, Mark. You'll know what that thing is, but guys. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be after the, the 100th, I think. So Is it? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. We'll talk. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Anyways. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us. We appreciate your support. Please go ahead on your socials, leave us likes, uh, comment on anything we post and see, we, like I said, reach out to us wherever, send us, even send us a DM. If you just want to have a conversation, we're here. Slide into our DMs, baby. Yeah, slide into our DMs. Exactly. And vote for Kelvin to grow out his beard. uh, Vote for me. Yeah, we're going to post that, huh? And we will. We're going to post it and be like, hey, should Kelvin grow his beard? And it's all going to be yes. I think it's all. Everyone's going to say yes. Whoever opinion. says no, you you guys need to show yourself cowards. Just I feel know. like the fact that you can actually grow like a nice full beard, mm. I feel like Allure should be happy with that because there's a lot of guys. That she can't doesn't like, like the the, 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 the prickly. Beard. She doesn't like the prickly thing. She thinks they, they they feel like pubes. That's what she said. No, no. So once it grows long enough, it's going to be soft. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, and I'm like a pillow. It. It's not like I'm just letting it grow. And not, yeah, it's not going to be all like wiry. And sk- yeah, exactly. So like my, mine grows out like very thick. Like comes out like this, right? It doesn't really grow on the sides here. Like right Why here. Why did you stop? Let's do it what? together. Let's, let's, let's grow our facial hair. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. Let's fucking do it. You no know shave I mean? November? You want to do no, no shave, shave November? I'm already doing no shave November. I started early. But all I feel right. like you should do it with me. And 
by the end of November, see how it is. If you like it, keep it. Well, you have you have a head start. Well, you you cheat a little bit because you got you trim a little bit on on the side. He, yeah, I do a little down here. But yeah. I mean, I'm not okay. No shave November doesn't mean that you just let yourself go. No, that's no what it shave means. November means no. No shave no, November no, means no. that you don't let you don't sh- like shave your facial hair, but you can still trim it. You make it. You you don't want to look like a bum. I listen. What I heard is you just like let it grow and not do anything about it. But yeah, I like your take I better. I like your take better. But yeah, no, we, we, I, we let it grow and then we, we make it clean. We clean it up. That's all. all right. I will not shave it. Then I will not touch my, my beard and I will okay. join this journey with you. Um, even though you're going to grow a much better beard than I am. hundred percent. We're going to change our names to like the, the bearded bros or some shit. You know, like <laughs> fucking crazy shit. That sounds like a gay porn. No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the bearded bros. I was just kidding. Oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah, so we'll see you it. next time with more facial hair. Guys, sounds good. <laughs> see right. you guys. Good night.